bunch of cells listening to this podcast called Human. We meet again. We are back with another interesting topic. Today our topic is all about la 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 lymphatic system. Lymphatic system is not the most popular guy among organ systems. So today we are going to give it credits for what a wholesome system it is. And that's when bringing physiology at the comfort of your home. Let's first know the route of the blood from our heart, which is the arteries, to arterioles, to capillaries, to venules, to veins, root. Just remember the AACVV acronym. However, when blood runs through the capillaries, it loses about 3 liters of liquid. Oh no! If it goes out of track, it means that it must have gotten some place where it wasn't supposed to be. Where would that be? Relax, it's just chilling in your interstitial space, the space between your cells. But we don't want the fluid chilling in there forever, or else we'll have edema and looking like water balloons. But 3 liters of fluid is a big deal. That is where our star's first ability comes in. It is the ability to balance fluid. It returns fluid to the blood from the interstitial spaces, and when the fluid enters the lymphatic capillaries, it now becomes limp. But that's not all. It can also carry protein and large particulate matter away from the tissue spaces. Lymphatic system's function does not end there. It also aids in fat absorption from the digestive tract via lactyls, and this fat combined with lymph is now called chyle. Of course, we cannot omit another important job of our superstar today, defense. Microorganisms and other foreign substances are filtered from lymph by lymph nodes and from blood by spleen. I've been hearing this lymph word. Isn't it like you can't walk properly? Well, that's a nice homophone, but no. Lymph, as in L-Y-M-P-H, can either come from the plasma where it solutes, which are ions, nutrients, gases, and some proteins are combined with water, or from the cells where it solutes, which are hormones, enzymes, and waste products, are also combined with water. This contains excess filtered fluid and drains into the veins to get back on track for circulation. It flows through larger lymphatic vessels, which are unidirectional and are aided by one-way flap valves that permit interstitial fluid to enter but not leave the lymph vessels, as well as skeletal muscle contractions. Well, that's a new word for me. Or maybe not. I think I've heard lymph nodes before. Are they the same? No, totally not the same. Lymph is the fluid that contains excess interstitial fluid, while lymph node is a lymphatic organ. Take note that we are talking about lymphatic system, so of course, we will also talk about the different lymphatic organs. Let us first talk about the smaller ones which are the lymphatic vessels and lymphatic capillaries. Lymphatic vessels operate just like your veins do. They work under low pressure, have a series of valves in them to keep the fluid moving in one direction. It collects and filters lymph at the nodes as it continues to move toward large vessels called collecting ducts. While lymphatic capillaries are found in all parts of the body, 
except nervous system, bone marrow, and tissues without blood vessels such as cartilage, cornea, epidermis. It is more permeable than blood capillaries and it has epithelium that functions as a series of one-way valves. We have what we call anchoring capillaries which attach the endothelial cells of the lymphatic capillaries to the surrounding tissue. At the edge of the adjacent endothelial cells, the edge of the endothelial cell overlaps the edge of the adjacent cell in such a way that the overlapping edge is free to flap inward, thus forming a minute valve that opens to the interior of the capillary. The lymph can push the valve open and flow directly into the lymphatic capillary, but once inside the lymphatic capillary, any backflow closes the flab valve. Let us also mention our fine collagen reticular fibers that are produced by reticular cells and act as a filter to trap microorganisms and other particles. This can either be encapsulated as found in the lymph nodes, spleen, thymus, or unencapsulated as found in the mucosa-associated lymphoid tissue or what we call the malt that is found beneath epithelium as first line of attack against invaders. We also have diffuse lymphatic tissue which have dispersed lymphocytes, macrophage, and blends with other types of lymphatic tissues. Lymphatic nodules are denser aggregation found numerously in loose connective tissue of digestive, Bayer's patches, respiratory, urinary, and reproductive systems, the malt. Lymphatic nodules also are referred to as lymphatic follicles when found in lymph nodes and the spleen. Information overload! Trivia break! Lymphatic system is exclusively for vertebrates, unlike invertebrates such as Periplaneta americana or the common cockroach we scream for but run from. So be thankful for such a complex yet magnificent creature you are. Let us not forget our daily lymphocytes, which are white blood cells that help in protecting us from various antigens. They come from bone marrow when they were young, but may mature and reside elsewhere. Lymphocytes produce antibodies to kill the foreign microorganisms and stop infections from spreading. They are our defense body's T-cell that matures in thymus, B-cell that matures in bone marrow. Next is our tonsils. Yes, we already have tonsils. So when someone tells you, don't eat too much rich or you'll get tonsil, tell them. Thanks, I already have one but I'll be sure not to get tonsillitis. Tonsils are large groups of lymphatic nodules in the nasopharynx and the oral cavity that provide protection against bacteria and other harmful material. Together, they form a ring around the border between the oral cavity and the pharynx. These groups are the palatine, or what we call the tonsils, where we also have the pharyngeal, or the adenoids, and the lingual. The one mentioned earlier, the lymph nodes, are organized into cortex and medulla with dense connective tissue capsules surrounding and is the only structures to filter lymph. Some of the lymph nodes are located in your armpit, groin, and neck, which are connected to others by the lymphatic vessels. 
Cancer cells often migrate to lymph nodes or substances removed by phagocytosis or stimulate lymphocytes are trapped in the proliferates in germinal center. Since it can move from lymphatic system to circulatory system, cancer may spread through the body. Another fun fact, you have about 600 lymph nodes scattered throughout your body. Some exist as a single node, others are closely connected groups called chains. Then we have our RBC recycler, spleen, located in left superior side of abdomen, which is the largest lymphatic organ. It is associated as white pulp with arteries and red pulp with veins. It has periarterial lymphatic sheath and lymphatic nodules that contain lymphocytes and macrophages. If it detects potentially dangerous invaders, such as bacteria, viruses, and other microorganisms in the blood, along with the lymph nodes, it creates white blood cells called lymphocytes, which act as defenders against invaders. Its splenic cord has reticular cells producing reticular fibers. Blood flows at different paces in the spleen. Most of it flows fast while the others flow slow or intermediate. This is affected because of the various reasons such as slow flow is via open circulation, no direct capillary connection between the arteries and the veins, and blood percolates through the splenic cords. But remember, it is a limited reservoir for blood and can be ruptured and traumatic abdominal injuries, resulting in bleeding, shock, and even death. They say humans can live without a spleen, however, those who have lost their spleen are more prone to infections. Lastly, we have thymus, found in superior mediastinum, which is the site of maturation of T-cells. However, a lot of them degenerate. The T-cells that survive will react to foreign substances but not to healthy body tissue. An amusing fact about thymus is that it grows rapidly and peaks at its biggest size during puberty, but regresses after puberty and stays the same smaller size through adulthood. Blockages, diseases, or infections can affect your lymphatic system's function. Always remember that health is wealth, our dear listeners. So to keep your lymphatic system healthy, avoid exposure to toxic chemicals like those in pesticides or cleaning products. This can build up in your system and make it harder for your body to filter waste. Drink plenty of water to stay hydrated so lymph can move easily throughout the body. Maintain a healthy lifestyle by exercising and a healthy diet. That's all for today. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more amazing physiology topics brought to you by our amazing team of podcasters. Fiona, Aubrey, Erica, and Mariah.